does therapy really work or are they paid to sell hope to others? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about on today's show. And before we get into it, make sure to rate, comment, and follow the show to be the first to be notified about new episodes. Now, let's jump right into it. Welcome back to another episode of I Think She's Pretty Podcast. And today, as you already heard, we are going to be talking about therapy. And we're going to be talking about if it really works or if these people are just being paid to just sell us hope. So if you like this episode, if you want to hear more of these episodes, make sure you leave a comment, you rate, and that you're following the podcast so that you are the first to be notified about any new episodes. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. I want to start off with the definition of therapy. And I'm actually going to bring it up on Google, so that way I have the proper information. The definition of therapy, according to CollinsDictionary.com, is therapy is the treatment of someone with mental or physical illness without the use of drugs or operations. So today I'm going to be talking about the mental aspect of it. I know that there are so many different types of therapy. There are also physical parts of therapy but today we're just going to be focusing on the mental part and if you guys want me to do another episode on the types of therapy make sure that you leave me a comment and let me know that that's what you want to hear let's start off with what I think therapy is to me so I gave you guys the dictionary definition but to me therapy can as we just said therapy can be mental or physical but we're going to be talking about the mental aspect of it. So personally, I believe in therapy. I do. That's not a secret. Anybody that knows me, they knows that I am all for therapy. I am currently not in therapy right now, but I do plan to find a therapist and I want to find the right therapist. And we're going to get into that later in the show. But I do believe in therapy. I do believe in going and talking to a professional. I know not everybody feels that way. But I do believe that therapy was created and it was put here to help you with your mental and your mind. And it's the same thing as any other medication that you may take for, you know, a broken arm. You go to the hospital for a broken leg. You go to the hospital for, you know, anything else that may be hurt or broken on your body, but... Why can't we go to a therapist when our mind is broken? It's the same thing. If you go to somebody to help, you know, retrieve a limb that's been broke or, you know, whatever your case may be, I do think that it's the exact same thing as going to a therapist only. It's your mind. It's your psyche. And no, these people, they can't, you know, get into our brains and like, you know, tweak some things. That's not their job. 
Their job is not to go inside of your brain and try to make you think a certain way or make you think how you want to think. They are trained professionals that had to go through schooling (laughs) to administrate practices to others that are needing it because their minds or their mental need extra help. And there's nothing wrong with that. People go to therapists for many different reasons. And, you know, I'll use myself as an example. I really want to go to therapy because there are things that, you know, I talk about it all the time on here. There are things that I do need to heal from, that I need to put to rest for good, that I do not want to keep haunting my ass. Because let me tell you, when you don't confront whatever is bothering you, you don't heal whatever traumas you have had in your past, you don't make peace with anything that has shooken you, it will come back to you full circle. And I didn't really think that that could happen. I was more of just put it in the back of your head and just don't think about it and it'll just go away. And I was like that for a very long time. I would hide my feelings. I would just put everything in the back of my head, act like it didn't exist, and I would just move on. And because it was a bothering me or making me cry in the moment or if I wasn't feeling a certain emotion in that moment or anymore, I should say, then I thought I was over it, like no issue, I'm good, like, (laughs) whatever, but I'm learning that just because you're not emotional, or you're not crying about it, or you feel like you forgot about it, that doesn't mean that you put it to rest, that doesn't mean that it's healed, you lash out in other ways, and that has definitely happened to me, I'm lashing out in other ways, and when I sit down, and I think about, you know, why, did I do that certain action? Why did I say that certain particular thing? Because you're still suffering from past traumas and how people have treated you in the past. And you have a defensive mechanism going on. And, you know, nobody wants to be around someone that is like that. Like I said in a previous episode, nobody wants to be around anybody that is just so uptight, (laughs) always defensive about everything. You can't sit and have a conversation. So that is currently where I am at and I'm not afraid to say that I'm not afraid to say that you know I believe in therapy and I believe that if you need the extra help you need someone to talk to you need someone to put some things in perspective for you that don't know you then that's what you need. Even when it comes down to medicine you know I've heard different opinions about medicine you know Hell, whether you take medicine or you're in therapy, period, especially in the black culture, oh, you're crazy. You don't need that. Don't be telling people our business. And it's like, girl, out my face. It's not about telling your business. It's not about what goes on, staying at home, like all that bullshit. No, it's not that. Like, (laughs) my mind is broken. I am broken. And I need some extra assistance and some extra help. And I believe in that. I totally believe in that. And it doesn't make you crazy because you may need medicine to correct your mind on a daily. Um, I don't think that it's crazy that you want to talk to somebody. If you want to talk to somebody, go talk to somebody. Who cares what other people think? Girl, 
if something is wrong, something is wrong. If you're suffering from something that happened to you, especially if it was something hella traumatic, then you need to go see somebody. You can't just put stuff in, in the back of your head and think that, you know, nothing is going to come of it. Well, let me just forget about it. No, you need to bring it forward because guess what? When you don't bring stuff forward, when you don't become honest with yourself and honest about how you feel and really tell how you feel, it's just bottled up. And it's going to come out in a more aggressive, mean way. And I'm pretty sure you don't want that. And I definitely hate when I do that. So (laughs) don't ever feel embarrassed about therapy. Please don't. If you don't feel comfortable going to, you know, a therapist because you feel like someone is going to say something or, you know, whatever, you know, confide in a friend. I'm pretty sure the people in your circle that love you, they're going to be like, go, go get you some help. (laughs) Go get you some help. The people that's in my circle, go get some help. Like I tell them all the time, like. Don't get me wrong. Please talk to me. But if it's something deeper and you need to go see a professional, I am here to support you. I will even go to your therapy sessions with you, sis. Like, I'm that type of girl. Let's go. (laughs) So don't ever feel ashamed or feel like you by yourself because you are in therapy. If anything, you are the strongest of the bunch of us because you're actually strong enough to say what you feel, how you feel. And you're strong enough to bulldoze it. Like, you're strong enough to push it full force and show it. Like, I'm not scared of you, and I'm going to get over this, and I'm going to be okay. And when I say get over this, I mean, like like I said, don't put it in the back of your brain. <laughs> Just, you know what I mean when I say get over it. I'm going to make peace with this thing. I'm going to fight this thing. And then after I fight it, I'm going to make peace with it, and I'm never going to revisit it. So... Go get some help if you feel like you need it. I wanted to move on to the difference between a therapist and a friend. And I kind of just touched on it a little bit just now. But like I said earlier, a therapist is somebody who had to go through school. They have a degree. They can show you their degree. They went through school. They have the credentials to medically help people that are suffering from trauma or any sort of mental illness versus a friend. A friend is somebody that um, they're just a regular person. (laughs) A friend is just a regular person, somebody that you've known for a long time. You guys are really close. Like they know you like the back of their hand. And I have one of those friends. I have a best friend and she knows everything about me and vice versa. But I just feel that a friend cannot help you with certain things. And this is one of the things that I feel that friends cannot help you with. They can be a listening ear if you need to vent. They can give their advice to the best of their ability. They can try to steer you in the right direction. But I feel like if you really want to... If you really want to heal and you really want some peace in your life, I feel that you should take the therapy route. They are not magicians. Let me say that. Actually, pause for a sec. This idea for this episode came from a TikTok that I seen this morning. And it was this guy. And he was talking about how he doesn't believe in therapy 
You can simply just go talk to friends about it. I think that's what he said. But therapy is a waste of time. And generally, I agree with this guy. Like, his TikTok, he be talking real shit. Like, don't be trying to impress people. Be on your grind. Like, do you. He gives really nice advice to the millennial slash Gen Z audience. He gives incredible advice. But on this one, I got to disagree because I just feel like a friend cannot give you that same support that a therapist can. And that's when he, you know, said the comment that therapists, they just sell hope. And, you know, I can kind of understand where he coming from because I've had those thoughts before. Like, you're just out here selling hope. You can't really help nobody. Like, I can go talk to my mama and feel better. (laughs) And... I'm just learning that, yeah, you can go talk to mom, dad, sister, whoever your peeps are. But at the end of the day, these people, they're schooled on it. Like, they know the science behind it. And I just feel like because there's science behind it, there has to be some sort of truth to it. But that's just me. That is just me. Just my opinion. You do not have to agree. Um, But when he said that, I was just like, No, like, (laughs) therapists are not magicians. They are not here to take away your problems. And I think that most people think that that's what therapists are. They are here to take away your problems. You're not supposed to go through anything anymore. They're supposed to just magically make all your problems disappear. You're just magically going to feel better. And that's not what it is. That's not it. They are there to give you tools to help you cope, to help you deal with whatever is going on in your mental. That is what they are there for. And I know this because I actually took a class. It was a counselor's class. I just took it for fun. Um, Obviously, I'm not a counselor. I kind of been thinking about it, though. But (laughs) um, it was a counselor class, and that's exactly what he said. Like, we are not magicians. My professor was actually, when he wasn't a professor, he was a therapist, actually. So he was like, you know, my job is not to, you know, do magic tricks and shit. Like, I'm here to give you tools. I'm here to talk you through it. I'm here to make you look at yourself a little different and look at who you are. But other than that, like, the work is yours. Like, you got to do the work. I'm just here to put you on the right path, but you got to drive your own peace. You got to drive your own healing. And I absolutely agree with that. Like, nobody should have to make you do something. Like, you are at a therapist because you want to be there. You are at a therapist because, no, your traumas, they are not your fault. And I want everyone listening to this podcast to know that whatever bad has happened to you in your past or whatever has happened to you recently, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And I just feel that when it comes to healing, unfortunately, these events that are put up on us, they're not our fault. But it is our responsibility to heal from it. You have to. It's actually what God wants you to do, y'all know me, I'm always get religious, Um, (laughs) but that's what God wants you to do, he wants you to forgive, you're not forgiving for the other person, you're not saying, I'm going to let you get away with this, so I'm going to forgive you because I'm letting you get away with this, no, it's not that, you have to forgive for you, 
You got to go to therapy for you. You got to heal for you. It's not about that other person. And I'm preaching it, but let me tell y'all something. I'm still learning it. I'm not even going to sit here and try to act like I'm perfect. I'm still learning that because I have times where I be like, no, I'm not going to forgive you or act like nothing happened because you did one, two, three, four, and five. But I'm only hurting myself when I do that. I'm only hurting myself. In order to really truly heal and put things to rest and put people to rest honestly is to take responsibility and forgive for you. Nobody is saying you got to let them get away with it. Baby, they not getting away with nothing. Let me tell y'all about my God. Amen. Like, they not getting away with nothing. I am a hard believer, okay? I'm a hard believer that what goes around comes around. And if you don't catch what I'm saying, karma, okay? That's what I'm trying to tell you, karma. Karma, she's a bitch, all right? <laughs> I felt Miss Mama's a couple times. She ain't nothing nice. So... You got to let go for you. You have to forgive for you. And I just really encourage anybody, once again, that is going through any kind of mental illness, any sort of trauma, go to a therapist. Go get professional help. If you want to talk to your family and you feel like that is your way of venting and you're letting it out and you're being your authentic self, please, please do that. I'm not trying to sway anybody either which way. I just want your mind to be clear, and I want you to have a clear heart because I'm working on that myself, and I really wish we had more people in the world that were just clear-hearted and pure-hearted. So go get that. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. Go get that help if you need it, babe, okay? I wanted to go ahead and move on, and I wanted to talk about why we, as black people, we prefer black therapists. And I wasn't going to talk about this one because I know it is sort of a touchy subject a little bit. Because it doesn't matter what color you are at all. That does not matter. But for black people, we, and if you agree with me, please drop, drop a comment. Because I can't be the only one thinking this. But for black people, we feel better when we are confronted with one of our people, if that makes sense. Like, for example, you get a new job and you walk in and, you know, you're looking around, you know, you're trying to feel like everything. And, you know, you see another black girl or you even see another black person, old, young, whatever. I don't know if anyone else does it, but I automatically be like, all right, like, power to the people. Like, you want to meet. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but I feel that way. Whether I walk into a store or, you know, just anywhere. I live in a predominantly white neighborhood, predominantly white county, actually. And it feels very good when I walk into an establishment and I see another me. I'm like, hey, girl, like, we're, we're here eye to eye I got you you got me like I'm that kind of female and I just feel that for black people having a black therapist that is like one in a million like that is great you got somebody that can identify with you they look like you they got the same hair texture as you like <laughs> it's really a vibe when you have a black therapist and I can't wait to discover mine like I cannot wait y'all 
Um, I just feel like black therapists, they just hit different. I'm sorry. I said what I said. Black therapists, they hit different. Um, even if you're not black, I still think you should go see a black therapist because they're just awesome. Like, they're just super awesome. I think, just me, I think that they care and that they really, truly want to get down to the root of what is hurting you or your mental illness or, you know, whatever is going on with you. And with other therapists, like I said, color is not a thing here. Do not think I'm trying to say anything about color because I'm not. Other therapists, they don't give a damn. They could give two shits. Like, it's just a job to them. And, yes, you have black therapists that are like that. They don't really give a damn either. But I just feel like we have so many black therapists that care. And I just feel like they take their job just a tad bit more serious because being black, we know what it's like to be oppressed. We know what it's like to be the underdog. We know what it's like to be talked to like you a piece of shit. Like, we know what that's like. So... That's why I was considering being a counselor because you do need more people that look like you and they can identify with you because we all know what it's like to be black. We all know what it's like to not be liked is what I'm trying to get at. So I just think that black therapists, they hit different. And if you are able to get one, kudos to you, girl. I am so happy for you and I wish you all the best on your therapy journey and I cannot wait for mine. Like, I know I said that, but baby, I cannot wait for mine because that's going to be my girl. <laughs> that is going to be my girl. And then I wanted to slightly touch on therapists that specialize in millennials and Gen Z. And I wanted to slightly touch on that because I feel like therapy is not just therapy. Obviously, there's different types of therapy, but with this, I feel that if you specialize in millennials and Gen Z, and yes, it is true, get on Instagram, get on Google, it is true. There are therapists that just specialize in Gen Z and millennials. We are different generation. I think that it's important that we have people that can connect with us Gen Z and millennials because we are living in a different generation, age, and time. We're not like our mother and dad's generation. We're not like our grandmother and our grandfather's generation. We are a fresh new wave coming through. And I just feel that when you have therapists that are young like you, because I've seen many that are in their early 20s, and I'm like, you better go. You better get it because we need more of you. But I just feel like when you, once again, when you have somebody that can connect with you, they young like you, you feel better. You actually want to open up because you have similarities to your therapist. And I feel that it's just another way for you to connect, honestly. I thought I was a millennial this whole time. Oh my gosh. Like I was really going around saying, I'm a millennial. No, I'm not. I'm a Gen Z, babe. I didn't realize I was Gen Z until I looked it up. And I'm actually on the, like I'm teeter-tottering on millennial. Like, I was born in 98, and <laughs> it literally stops at 97, and then Gen Z starts in 98. And I'm like, ain't that some shit? Like, <laughs> I thought I was a millennial. But, I mean, it really doesn't matter. We're still all young. Um, What, millennials, correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but what, I think millennials are only in their, what, their 30s. And Gen Z, 
we're what late teenagers 20s something like that so just having a therapist not only that cares about you and and wants you to succeed but them also understanding the generation that we're in and you know the toxicity that comes with social media and you know all these things that play a factor in your mental health they have training on that and they can help you overcome those things because I know for me that's one of the things I do want to sit down and talk about I love Instagram And I really admire the women that I see on Instagram. So pretty, beautiful bodies. And, you know, sometimes I get down on myself. I be like, damn, I want to look like her. (laughs) I want her body, you know. But you are you. And you have to accept you for you. And if there's certain things that you don't like about yourself and it's really bothering you, go and talk about it. Or just put in the work, honestly. I follow a lot of fitness pages because I'm trying to get into my fitness journey. And I'm just like, you can look like them. You just lazy. You just like to eat. (laughs) So there is a difference between like really truly having self-image problems. And like some people got to stay off of social media because it really truly be fucking with their head and their self-esteem versus me. It'd be like, girl, you follow all these fitness pages and you expect to look like them and you still eating two bowls of cereal. That's not okay. But <laughs> but I'm just being transparent with y'all. I just want y'all to know I am a regular person just like you. I go through the nine just like you. And it's totally okay that you're not okay. And I want you to know that. It is okay to not be okay. But with not being okay, I do believe that even though you're not okay, you still got to get up and you better swing, okay? I was raised that way. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to not be feeling it that day. It's okay to not have a good day mentally. But I was also told just because you're having a bad time or a bad day or a bad moment, you still need to get up and swing. You can be down, but don't be down for long. You get up and you fight. And that's exactly what therapy is there to help you for. They are there to help you fight whatever is trying to take you over and hurt you and kill you emotionally and internally. So they're just there to help you be a warrior, to help you fight. And that's how I think of it. And that's why I will always be on the yes when it comes to therapy, because I really truly think that there are good people out there that want to help. And if you do the proper things and take the proper steps, you will see a difference in your thinking, and in your mental health. And before we go, I just wanted to give you a couple of tools that I personally like that I think will help you and that will definitely help your mental health. And one of those tools, and this is not sponsored, hopefully one day, one day, (laughs) I wanted to leave you all with a couple of tools that I personally have seen help others with their mental health and one of those tools is betterhelp.com this is not sponsored and I personally have not used it yet I do plan to go through BetterHelp for my therapy um but I have seen other people it's all over YouTube I've heard other testimonies from others and they say that BetterHelp is the GOAT so BetterHelp is always a good choice of course 
always look up your local therapy establishments where you live I'm pretty sure there's something around you even if it is a little bit of a drive it is so worth it you're gonna feel so much better once you go and I also wanted to give you guys a hotline number a mental hotline number to call if you are feeling like you need some help there's no one around. I understand. Um, sometimes we can feel low and sometimes we can be on edge. And we all need someone to, you know, talk to or, you know, we just need some help in that moment. So I live in Kansas and the hotline for mental health is one eight eight eight. 363-2287 and I will actually put that number down in my description as well like I said this whole episode please use it if you need it please do not wait if you need help in in that moment please call and I've never actually called a hotline but just from a personal testimony that I've heard they are here to help they will stay on the phone with you they will not neglect you they really do truly help so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of I Think She's Pretty Podcast. I would love to do more episodes like these. I'm so into mental health and I'm so into healing and, you know, fighting those demons and fighting those traumas. And I want to do it with you. So let me know if you like this episode. Let me know if you didn't like this episode. Make sure you are following I Think She's Pretty Podcast on Instagram at I Think She's Pretty dot podcast. Make sure you're following the podcast on TikTok at I Think She's Pretty. If you want to stay connected with me, you want more of me, make sure that you follow me on Instagram at ADR dot I-A-N-N-E underscore. That's Adrian underscore. And make sure you're following me on TikTok at underscore adrian j so that's underscore a d r i a n n e j everything will be in the description box down below somebody and i hope that this was someone's sign to go and get help there's nothing wrong with you because you need help and you're gonna thank yourself later because you actually took that step and you conquered your fear and you looked this thing in the eye and you told it you're not gonna win you're not going to win. You're not going to take me over. And you should be so extremely proud of yourself because I'm proud of you as well. Keep being cute. Keep being that baddie. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.
I wanted to slightly touch on therapists that specialize in millennials and Gen Z. And I wanted to slightly touch on that because I feel like therapy is not just therapy. Obviously, there's different types of therapy. But with this, I feel that if you specialize in millennials and Gen Z, and yes, it is true. Get on Instagram. Get on Google. It is true. There are therapists that just specialize in Gen Z and millennials we are different generation and I think that it is very appropriate that we have our own therapies not therapies I think that it's important that we have people that can connect with us Gen Z and millennials because we are living in a different generation age and time we're not like our mother and dad's generation. We're not like our grandmother and our grandfather's generation. We are a fresh new wave coming through. And I just feel that when you have therapists that are young like you, because I've seen many that are in their early 20s, and I'm like, you better go. You better get it because we need more of you. But I just feel like when you, once again, when you have somebody that can connect with you, they young like you, you feel better. You actually want to open up because you have sim- you have similarities to your therapist. And I feel that it's just another way for you to connect, honestly. I'm actually Gen Z. I thought I was a millennial this whole time. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was really going around saying, I'm a millennial. No, I'm not. I'm a Gen Z, babe. I didn't realize I was Gen Z 